morning, afternoon, or evening. This is Wrestling On Air, the podcast for fucking animals. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am Tim, and first up here we have Tom. How are you doing, Tom? Uh, Tim, I'm doing fantastically. I am so pleased to be here, and I'm very happy that we've got a host who's taken it seriously. I only take it serious. I didn't feel uh, like y'all ever took it serious enough, and today we're yeah. going to hit the hard issues. Finally, someone's getting around to it. Now, Tom. You have somebody hmm. sitting directly to the right of you. Directly to my right? Yes, uh-huh. I have Socks, who is here right now next to me. Yes. Socks, how are you doing this week? Yes. Good to hear, Socks. Oren's here. Oren, how are you doing? Hey, Tim, what's up? I want to say you're doing a fantastic job. I'm trying really hard, and I'm sitting yeah. on five books to reach this microphone. <laughs> we hear, I know usually when you're sitting to reach the microphone, how many books are you sitting on? None. None. So this is a, why, to be a host, do you feel, did you feel like you just needed to be in like an elevated position? Yeah, I mean, or... I'm 6'2", I usually have a good height to me, but, yeah. you know, just, just, uh, I wanted, I'm sitting in front of this uh, window here, and it leaves a yeah. shadow over you if I sit this high. It's, it's very imposing, it's like, it's almost regal, you know? Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to have my my shadow looming over you at all times. It's, it's probably the most alpha move you could probably ever think of. It's, I feel intimidated, but I also feel, um, like, you know, deferential. I feel like, you know, you know what's best for me. You're, uh, you're gonna make the right decisions. So I'm, I'm feeling good about this. Is it this. the, uh, shadow, or is it the powdered wig I'm wearing? Which, which one gives that vibe? The powdered wig, well, the powdered wig is good, because sometimes, it means that even when I close my eyes, because I feel like, you know, the imagery is too much, I can still smell that sweet powder that's just kind of like, you know, dusting off, off your wig. Uh, so I would say it's less the visual of the powdered wig and more the, the scent that comes with it. Okay, okay, fair enough, fair enough. Mm. Orin, it is so huh? refreshing. Hi, mm. it's it's. I'm just. I just want to say it's just so refreshing finally to take this podcast seriously for once. Yeah. yeah. It, no, it's we're first gonna hit the big issues. We're gonna talk uh, Gabe Sapolsky. We're gonna oh. talk. Um, Jeez. We're gonna talk Cody Rhodes. Oh my god. We're goodness. gonna talk lawsuits. We're talk numbers, numbers, wait, numbers, wait. numbers. Tim, you're not allowed to call him Cody Rhodes. You don't. You're just getting right to it. Like you can't oh. call him Cody Rhodes, but you just did. We'll have to bleep that out. Sorry. Okay. All right. All right. So we're not getting too wild, right? We're still yeah. going to obey, like you know, the copyright laws. Look, any kind of law, we're going to obey it. Okay, that's good. All right. Okay. That's I'm good. not sure if I can abide by that, but we'll see how it goes. In that right, socks. Yes. Good job, socks. Thank you, socks. Socks is. I'm enjoying socks's presence tonight. He's it doing feels... so good. He is. He's doing much better. Like usually, there's a lot of giggling. There's a lot of, he talks a lot, you know, usually, but now he's just weighing in when we need him, getting in and out, uh, giving us what we need, I think, as, as, a, as a unit, which I like. Yes. But speaking of a unit, thank you, Socks, by the way. Uh, do you know what one of my favorite units is in uh, all of professional wrestling? What's that? Uh, Finn Balor's. Finn Balor's units? Mm. <laughs> Wait, what? His unit? Wait, what What do you mean by Finn Balor's unit, Tim? Well, there was a lot of hubbub over his uh, light blue... Um tights the other night oh really what's he was wearing light blue tights is that true that yeah, his little true. trunks his little trunks they showed off his a sweet whole little lot. trunk they showed off a whole lot there was a i had a personal hubbub over it myself i have to say <laughs> how did you just have one personal hubbub or how long did you there was there was a it last for about five minutes i uh-huh. fanned myself for a while afterwards it was it was quite an experience no i mean no i'm not per- no okay no this is I'm not talking about those types of units. I'm talking about, like, you know, a team. Uh, And not just a team. I would say, like, you know, um, a a sisterhood. Probably the most powerful sisterhood because they are twins. The the Bella twins. Oh, oh. And I bring them up because... I don't know if you guys know this, but um, 
the Bella Twins, they're not just wrestlers, which I know that is all that you guys think they are. Uh, they're also entrepreneurs. Oh. And do you know... Yeah, I, I know that this will come as news to you, Tim, because you just care about, you know, their, their in-ring action. In-ring the action. The they cut. Yeah. 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 Uh, they've actually, uh, and I, I believe they've released, Arne, are you aware of this, Arne? I'm, I'm quite aware of it. You're quite aware, aware of this? Yeah. They've released a, a new uh, venture, which is their new oh. wine company, their new wine brand. No, no, Tom, <laughs> Tom, you're holding something in your hand, something yes. that looks frosty, refreshing. Cold and also high quality. It's, Tom, that looks like wine. It does look like wine. Now, Aren't you? You. This is your Bella wine. Is I, that right, Aren't? This is well. It's it's our Bella wine. Our Bella wine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, the Bella twins dropped this wine. Mm-hmm. Um. John Cena advertised it on his Instagram in a mm-hmm. rare in a rare corporate move mm-hmm. uh, on John Cena's Instagram, <laughs> which is how I learned about it. Uh-huh. Uh, by the time I found my way to the Bella Twin Wine website, white was all red was already sold out. Mm-hmm. So we have this bottle of white wine here. Delicious. I gotta say, uh, including shipping and handling, mm-hmm. I paid a total of fifty six dollars for this bottle of wine. Wow! <laughs> wow! This man. <laughs> That's a lot of money. And I would just like everybody to know that um, we're pairing this white wine with shrimp. This, <laughs> I can, can I read out the, the description of this wine on the back? Yeah, it, yes, you may. Uh, all right, I would love to do that. Um, so this is called Bel Radici. It's a 2015 Napa Valley Sauvignon Blanc. Uh, and here's a description for you. Thank you. <clears throat> In Italian, Bel Radici means beautiful roots. And the roots of this diverse team of wine professionals run deep. Mm. Nikki and Brie Bella's agricultural youth. It's my favorite part. Ryan Hill's family history and farming. Who's that? Don't know. Tim Martin and Mark Weigard's roots in design oh, and that. creativity. As a group, this team crafted Bel Radici, a wine created to celebrate our collective love of the earth. On the front mm. label, yes. we have uh, a beautiful uh, minimalist illustration. Yes. Uh, I would say 90% of the label is hair. Yeah, there's a lot of hair on this label. It's a lot of hair. and no, then we is it have... like drawn hair or is it actually hair? It's actually, well, uh, you know, uh, Tom kind of sheds a lot. Yeah. So a lot um, of this could be his. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of matted, so it's mm-hmm. difficult to tell. It's hard to say, but we have two eyes. Just beautiful eyes. That are clearly one eye each of yes. a Bella twin. Yes. Uh, which, which eye do you think belongs to who? I think the top one is Breeze mm-hmm. because it's kind of like at an angle, like she's kind of tilted over, like she's already drunk. Mm-hmm. And we oh, know yes. that Brie Bella, and ladies and gentlemen, I'm afraid to say that even while she was pregnant, uh, Brie Bella <laughs> continued to. <laughs> Brie Bella, and this is just a rumor, so I don't know if this is true. Please don't do this. But Brie Bella uh, would frequently enter Brie mode. Uh, and that entering Brie mode involved drinking <laughs> drinking a lot. Now, I don't know if we've ever had it confirmed whether or not she stopped entering Brie mode while pregnant. I would assume so. But it's good that we're raising up the issue of whether that did happen or not. It is so I good think that... somebody decided to say, hey, this is a rumor. <laughs> this is a rumor. This is no, when I say it's a rumor, I don't know I don't know who would have said it first, but I'm sure someone on the internet is questioned whether or not she got drunk while pregnant so, with Birdie B. Right. So so as a tribute to Brie, yeah. not so much Nikki because, you know, she's doing fine on her own. Yes, she's fine. I think it's only right that we enter Brie mode tonight as we're well. We're entering Brie mode? Oh no. Oh god. What? And also so we're gonna taste this wine. We're, we're gonna take we're gonna drink the wine. We're gonna drink that we're gonna actually drink this wine. You and Orin are gonna are gonna taste that wine. Um okay. I'm pregnant and I cannot. Tim Khan, uh, Socks, do you want to taste this wine with us? Yes. 
Okay, good. So Sox is also going to taste the wine. So I'm going to... Do you want me to crack it open? Yes, this wine, this wine has been on ice. Yes. This wine has been in a bucket full of ice. I would say we didn't put it in ice for... Lo- it was out of ice for about an hour before we put it in ice. It was in the fridge, then out of the fridge. Are and you now- arguing that it did not come from a bucket of ice? <laughs> it came from a bucket of ice. But it was in the bucket of ice for about five minutes before we took it out of the bucket of ice. All right, so. so who's going to do the honors of cracking the screw top? Because, yes, this is a bottle of white wine with a screw top. Yeah, it's classy. This is a $56 bottle of wine. They usually come with screw tops. I'm going to do it. Okay, let's see if this... Hey, listeners, can you hear this? That's yes. That's a screw top. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Tim, uh, for confirming that. Okay, listen to this. Everyone very quiet. Oh, it's quite hard. Wait. You hear that? Was that you cracking your knuckles? No, that was the sound of the uh, beautiful wine oh, being okay. uh, open. Mm. Uh, Aaron, I'll uh, pour a glass for you first. Just you. Uh, say when. Oh, wait, I'm going to hold it up to the microphone. Listen to this, really. This is going to be a satisfying sound. Doesn't that sound good? A little ASMR. Right. <laughs> it's a little that's ASMR. Good. That's, that's good. good. That's Delicious. Good. I will definitely be entering mm. remote tonight. Oh, that smells fantastic. No, don't sip it yet, but do, do sniff it. I was smelling it. it. Okay, smell what it. What are you, a sommelier? Here's, my, here's for socks. Now, socks and I are going to share it from the same glass because we've got straws. So is that okay, Socks, if we just drink ours through straws? Yes. Great. Thank you, Socks. Um, I'm going to... I don't really like wine. It, that's funny you say that, because, Tom... Yeah, sorry. I don't like wine either. Yeah. I, as... <laughs> Socks, do you like wine? Yes. Okay, Socks does like wine. So out of the three of us, only two of us like wine. No, but only two, two of us don't like wine, so that's a problem. I don't like so, it. So, well, Tim, you're not drinking the wine, so that's, that's not true. an issue. But that's thank true. you for weighing in. Uh, so I don't know if we're the best people to really weigh in on this wine, but let's just let's let's chink, yeah. And I'm gonna just <laughs> hold it up and don't sip yet. I'm gonna smell it. It smells like wine. Mm. It smells. Hey, hey, listeners, have you ever had wine? You know how it's a bit horrible. It smells like that. It smells kind of. It smells vaguely meaty. Meaty. There's a there's an element of sort of meat to it, meat, but not in like a, a gasoline soaked meat. It's something like that, like like meat that's been soaking in formaldehyde, like a jar mm. from a museum. Listeners, I think Orange just got meat shoved up her nostrils, so that's why she's smelling meat. again. Again, it's a problem. All right, let's take. A, should we take a sip? Are we ready? Yeah, let's, let's do, do it. Let's do this. Mm. <laughs> oh. I. That was $56. I don't think that was very nice. <laughs> I'm going to take another sip. I'm feeling um, pretty uncomfortable with myself right now. But is, is it better than other wines you've tasted? No, no it's, it's, it's wor- worse it is than worse. other wines. And I've, I've, had, I've drunk Sauvignon Blanc before. I'm cultured. It's not a big oh, deal. Oh, Sauvignon Blanc. I'll, just, I'll do that pronunciation again. <laughs> Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. Oh. And it's, it tastes, doesn't taste good. I'm not. I'm not trying to just like dunk on it for the sake of it. It just. It doesn't. It tastes yeah, kind of. Cut the bits, Tom. Let's get down to the realness. I'm. I'm no, sir, okay, Aaron. You, I want to hear your uh, uh, real opinions. Well, Aaron. first of all, my my first real opinion is that you're an ingrate because I bought this bottle of wine for us to enjoy. Yes. And here you are dunking harshly on this drink that I provided for you yeah. for us, Socks. You too. Socks, are you enjoying the wine? Yes. Okay. Socks. Well, Socks like one of us likes it at least. Okay. It's bad, is mm. my thought. Why is it bad? Let's use your words. You've drunk. I've drunk so much more than you. And you're the... Okay, let me drink a little more. Drink a bunch more. That's the good... Ooh, that's a meaty gulp. Oh, God. 
Oh, man. Um, so it tastes like rubbing alcohol. Come on. It's mixed not... with. Oh, mixed. Okay, yeah. Mixed with f- f- uh, grape juice. God, it's got a real nasty it's bad. No, taste. It's bad. It has a, it, it's immediate. It's a turnoff. Yeah. Much like Nikki and Brie. Just yeah. an immediate turnoff. I can't imagine them enjoying this, though. How drunk do you think Nikki has gotten on this very wine? Not, not at all. She would. She if would Nikki, drink a better wine, or Nikki would drink a better. If Nikki got served this wine in a restaurant, she would send it back. Nikki would know um, that she's putting out an inferior product. She's that. She's smart enough to know. She's a businesswoman. It's true. So Nikki probably has at least several cases of this in her home, right? Yes. Does she use it to clean her sex toys? <laughs> I think. Mm, to clean her sex toys. I think I think she it just gets used a lot. I think yeah, like it's just like it's out of the uh, it's out of the bottles now and they just have it like in kind of like those spray things like like Windex. So it's just being used like Windex, mm-hmm. which isn't specifically used for the sex toys, but as part of their their weekly cleaning, mm-hmm. you know, they will that'll be one of the products used for right. the sex toys. So they they're they're in such a fancy household that yes. in lieu of traditional cleaning products, yeah. they use the Nikki and Brie Belle Radici Mm-hmm. Sauvignon Blanc. Sauvignon Blanc. To uh, to clean a, a variety of household items. I'd also like to say, this is so rubbish, this description. It doesn't even say what you should pair it with. It just... The, the most Okay, the most information I get is contains sulfites. You should probably pair it with a toilet it's... that you are leaning over <laughs> to expel this from yourself. I'm going to add an ice cube to mine, which I know is not classy. Would you... Mm. you want an ice cube? Yeah, could you plop one in, please? The, remember, some of those have been on the floor. That's fine. <laughs> well, I mean, all right, I'll take one from the bottom, which probably hasn't been on the floor. Listeners at home, uh, when I was placing this wine into uh, the, the wine bucket, uh, many of the ice cubes fell onto the floor. <laughs> many of them. I then scooped them back up and put them into the ice bucket because I was not anticipating your, uh, your uh, former co-host here, Tom, uh, wanting to plunk them into our wine. What do you mean wanting to? I asked you if you wanted someone in your wine. What am I supposed to them? say? No, I'm not a, I'm not a bad I friend. So. All right. So we've put the, is it any better? Now it's mm. very chilled. It's not very chilled. I'll take some more, though. <laughs> okay. Tim, what do you think about this? What do you think about I this want wine to die. You want to die? <laughs> do you, is this making you want to try the Bella Twins wine more or less? More. Definitely more. more. It's, um, Tom, it's better now. Is it better? It's I'm a little better with zero expect- expectations, so everything y'all said have just raised them. Right. So, okay, so honestly, currently your level, your level of enjoyment is at, on a scale of 1 to 10. Oh, 1 to 10. Yeah. Um, maybe two. That's low. That's very low. Tom, what's your current level of enjoyment? I was going to say previously. Okay, this is honest now, listeners. Previously, my enjoyment of the wine was like, like a a two out of ten. I added three ice cubes. You can hear those right now. I would say it's now like at a. I'm going to take another sip. That's five. Mm. That's five. Yeah. I gotta say, uh, Tim, uh, Tim, Tom, Tom, Hi, yes. my, my friend Tom, yeah. uh, put one beefy ice cube yeah. into my wine, and then refilled it with wine that had been slightly colder from being inside the bucket. Yeah. My current level of enjoyment, thank you, uh-huh. I've been I've been added extra ice cubes now. Yeah. Is I'm gonna have to say probably about a seven. Surprisingly. That's pretty not bad. I yeah. have gone from wanting to vomit it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To wanting to drink more. Yeah, this is actually all right now. I'm feeling good. All right, so this. Tip for the... I'm going to give some uh, feedback now to the Bella Twins. Girls, nobody gives a fuck on your label about 
uh, Ryan Hill or Tim Martin or Mark Weigard. Tell them. To, yeah, I'm telling them right now. You should put on the label right now, please add three ice cubes uh, before taking a sip. Because that helps dramatically. Mm-hmm. Like, with, <laughs> Your wine needs to be chilled mm-hmm. significantly more than I would say even the fridge will allow. You need ice cubes in there and you need to ad- advertise that on the label. Mm-hmm. Keep dunking. Yeah, yep. I, that was mostly it. Uh, that was I've, quite a read. Otherwise, ladies, keep it up. Keep on striving. You got to be entrepreneurs. You got to do it for yourselves. And to Nikki and Bree, mm. woman to woman, woman to woman. Keep making wine. Keep putting yourself on the label. Don't listen to the haters. Sometimes their names are Tom. Sometimes their names are Oren. Mm. Sauce, are you a hater today? Um. Yes. So the moral of the story is, girls, listen to Socks. Yeah. Let your haters be your motivators. And that's been another episode of Woman to Woman. Wow, thank you. I didn't prompt you woman to woman there. You know. It can strike at any moment. I gotta say, once it once can. you're drinking it's that like a viper. Yeah, yeah, once you're drinking that dank white wine, <laughs> the woman to woman's just flow out just of you. Spurts out. I feel as womanly as humanly possible right now. Maybe oh. we maybe we should market our own woman to one woman wine. Mm. Mm. Now you're talking. What would be on the label? Um oh, that's a good question. I think that's up to Oren, right? We can't really speak to that. Oren, are you comfortable being on the way, like, label of a, a new wine brand? If there are two of me on the label, okay. then I'm comfortable. I need both of my eyes, but out of order. Yeah. I need one eye up in one corner and yeah. one eye down in the bottom corner. Uh-huh. Um, I need uh, wafts of uh, wispy wafts of my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but another thing I need is one finger poking out from the middle of the hair, but not just any finger. Uh-huh. The middle one. Oh no, America's spiciest finger. Yes, Jeez. and 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 that's that's what I'm going for. The most here. provocative finger. So, uh, anyone out there, any uh, vintners that listener, mm. and I know we have several vintners that do listen. Very good. Uh, uh, we're almost exclusively. Uh, yeah, that's almost exclusively who listens. Who was the wrestler that his thing was that he Eric was a, Rowan? Eric Rowan was yeah. a vintner. Yeah. Eric, if you're out there, yes, we're listening. Yeah, call me. Yeah. Do you think we'll ever do another segment where we sample a wrestler's wine live on the podcast? God, I hope not. That would not be likely, would it be? Mm. There can't be another wrestler out there who has his own wine. Can there, Cody Rhodes? I guess we'll have to wait and see. Wink. That's for you, the listeners. That's a little uh, foreshadowing. But hey, this has been Aaron and Tom's Wine Club. And Socks. Do Socks, do you want to be part of our wine club as well? Yes. No. Sorry, Tim. Tim, we weren't asking you. You don't... You don't have to be part of the wine club. That's fine. Okay. Um, but hey, speaking of fantastic twosomes, um, another of my favorite wrestling twosomes I've enjoyed over the years has been obviously the uh, the colorful WWE Hall of Famers, uh, the Bushwhackers. Uh, do you guys, Aaron, have you ever heard of the Bushwhackers? You know, I hadn't until very recently. Huh? When I was uh, requested to watch a particular episode of the TV show Family Matters. Family. Now, watch. Is that the show? With America's Funny Man. Carl Winslow. Carl Winslow. <laughs> no. The Funny Man. Steve Urkel. That's the Urkel show, right? That's the Urkel show. The Urkel show, You're right. Yeah. That's what it is. Uh, yeah, we watched the episode of Family Matters with, uh, with where the Bushwhackers show up because Urkel and it's confusing. Okay, so um, uh, Carl, Carl and Urkel go to a wrestling show. Yes, that's true. Um, some hijinks ensue where the... Okay, so Urkel makes what is essentially date rape drug. 
<laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> so this is okay. Yeah. Let me okay. So so Urkel, you know, we all know Urkel is a genius. Yeah. Uh, he's a chemist as well. Yes. Uh, so Urkel has created a, a date rape drug that he keeps in a water bottle, which he calls snooze juice. Snooze juice. So he brings he goes to a wrestling show mm. with Carl, and he brings the bottle of snooze juice with him to the wrestling show, mm. ostensibly so he can. Just, well, he, he just had it. He just didn't have anywhere else to deposit it, so he Fair just enough. brought him so, with him. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, so, uh, for some reason, the original tag team that was to wrestle the Bushwhackers that mm. night got a hold of the snooze juice, and then what happened? They fell asleep. That's right. They fell asleep. They they passed out. They couldn't be woken up. Right. Uh, Tim, have you seen this episode of Family Matters? I haven't watched Family Matters in years because it is trash. Okay, Family Matters so, is. Tr- I, I do remember it, but I, I like I don't remember the specifics or anything. You don't yeah. remember specifics? Okay, so I Family Matters is trash. That's just true. And obviously, now as as the as the number one wrestling podcast, we're committed to like keep track of all the hottest wrestling news. So this twenty five year old episode of Family Matters does fall under our remit. So you're welcome, listeners. Uh, it's so it's pretty okay. So they start having a wrestling match. Urkel and Carl Winslow have to replace the tag team and start wrestling the Bushwhackers. Right. Uh, it's worth mentioning that the uh, the promoter mm-hmm. uh, is a great character in this episode. He um, is actually. Yeah, he seems very realistic as a wrestling promoter, and that he's a complete dirtbag. Right. And but he's but he's running around the ring searching for someone to replace. Uh, this tag team. The, the tag team. And so the first thing he does is harass the guys in the front row. Yes. Uh, you guys, you do it. Yeah. You be the new wrestlers. Yeah. Um, so so he's, and he's like, he's wearing like a sleazy suit. He um, looks like Vince McMahon from the 80s. Like pretty. Right. Like not too far off, to be honest. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, but it's fa- like, I would say the match. So, so they have, like much of the show is just a wrestling match between uh, Carl and Urkel and the Bushwhackers. And it's like it is on the upper end of the bush of all the bushwhackers matches I've ever seen. It's pretty good. It's pretty entertaining. Uh, the ending though is like where the money is because like up to this point, okay. So they kind of like uh, they uh, to, to, to use some insider lingo. They're uh, they're they're working kayfabe, you know. They're kind of like working with Carl and Urkel. Like the bushwhackers are letting them win uh, until they find out that uh, Carl is a cop. <laughs> and then. And then uh, they, they, uh, a fire lights underneath each of them. <laughs> I think the words they specifically say are, "You're a cop. We, we hate, hate cops. cops. A cop arrested our mum. Uh, we're gonna beat you up. We're gonna kill you now, or something." Right. So then it turns into a shoot fight. Yeah. Where the bushwhackers are now beating the fuck <laughs> out of Carl Winslow and Urkel because yeah. they hate the police. Because they so hate much. cops. Yeah. Uh, and they're just like taking, they're just completely beating the shit out of them. And it's, it turns into, it's, it was ama- an amazing piece of television. And it also makes me think, is, are the Bushwhackers the, uh, the wokest wrestling tag team of all time? I think they are. Like, has any other tag team gone on record as saying they hate the cops? They're certainly my favorite tag team now. They are. They are now, they are very much your, your, uh, your DSA comrades. Correct. Correct. <laughs> a hallmark of, uh, of uh, the socialism is, you know, hating the cops. That's right. That's right. And, uh, they, they, I'll be excited to see them at meetings now. They, uh, they just seem like You'll be joining guys. me at the next one, right? Uh, yes, I will be, obviously, yeah. So, yeah, uh, Sasha, will you be at the next DSA meeting? Yes. Which tag team do you think hates the cops more? Uh, the Bushwhackers or New Jack and Mustafa from the Gangsters? They, did, they didn't seem to like cops at all, did they? Mm-hmm. I think, I believe that the uh, New Jack and Mustafa had, like, a grudging respect for cops. And 
based only on in-ring work, yeah. I have to say that the Bushwhackers hate the cops more. <laughs> yes, they 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 wanted to kill Carl Winslow. Like they were ready, and to they just, almost did. Yeah, they almost succeeded. Yeah, I think I think New Jack and Mustafa they see like the cops as like uh, a hindrance, uh, but they're also they're like, hey, look, they're just part of the game. You know, they're just on the difference. They're, they're on the opposite side of the uh, of the 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 chessboard, but they understand that you know. They exist. They have to exist. Mm-hmm. The Bushwhackers want to wipe out every cop. They from want existence. to eliminate all. <laughs> the Bushwhackers are hungry for cop blood, and they're not going to rest until they've 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 had their first satisfi- satisfied. Uh, so yeah, I would say New Jack and Mustafa. They're probably some good cop, a good cop in tag team. Can you think of any others? Oh man, you know I'm racking my brain, and I feel like. You know there are a lot of tag teams that are cops. I mean, even if they're not specific, if they, like. The Shield, they're cops, right? They're basically the, cops. The Shield are cops. They're the, fascists. The authors of Pain, they're yeah, cops, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Edge and Christian. Edge and they're exactly. Cop, all the, <laughs> Edge and Christian, all the cops. Yeah, they're better. Oh, they're not cops. They're they're paramilitary guys. Right. Or vampires are kind of the cops of the uh, the monster world. So Edge and Christian yeah, would so also like, be like, cops. When it comes to ghosting ghouls, yes. vampires are definitely the cops. Man, you just sent a chill down my spine, Tim. I didn't mean to. We're we're in October now, and we're so close to Halloween. That uh, I think even even mentioning some of the, our favorite uh, monsters is just kind of tempting fate, you know. Tom, what are your top three favorite monsters? <sighs> I like Tom Cruise's The Mummy. Mm, yes. I like uh, Underworld with pa- Kate Beckinsale. That's definitely a monster. And I like Serendipity with Kate Beckinsale and John mm. Cusack. Your name in films, not monsters. Orin, what are your top three mm. favorite spooky monsters? Oh man, I have to go with uh, Eileen Wuornos. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, as a real played, monster. yes, yeah. right. Uh, I have to go with Ah, Real Monsters. Ah, the that famous. That's a nineties cartoon. That is. I do do we remember when the nineties? I remember the nineties. I remember the nineties, and uh, I don't know. Final Cop. Uh, Final Cop. This is. You see where my mind is. Yeah. Uh, the police. The police. The police yeah. Are the true monsters? They're the true monsters. Yeah. How about you, Tim? You got some. You got three favorite monsters for us. Not to put you on the spot. Oh yes. Um, I love spooky things, yeah. um, and I love to talk about them. My, t- yeah. my top three monsters. Yeah, let's hear them. Um, probably Frankenstein's monster. Yep, yeah, he's a monster. Um, Elvira. She's a sexy monster. She, yeah, but that's scary, she, right? Being sexy, is scary. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind her monstering me, right, guys? I <laughs> mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, I mean, I mean, I'd, I'd like her to have sex with me. Oh, uh, who's, who's your third one, Tim? Oh, my third. Uh, Dick Cheney. Oh. Uh, a topical reference. There we go. Uh, those uh, ghosts and ghouls in the White House. Yeah. Those, vamp- <laughs> those bloodsuckers. Mm-hmm. Sox, do you have three favorite monsters? Yes. Okay, cool. Thanks, Sox. Um, yeah. So that's uh, so it turns out Family Matters isn't just a trash show. Sometimes it's great and the Bushwhackers uh, reveal that they hate cops. So, uh, yeah, it's pretty special stuff. Uh, another thing I've... I've another, uh, another thing that I've seen... Uh, been following uh, current events lately you guys seen this in the news you guys seen uh, the he's, doing back- a, he's doing a Jay Leno no so uh, this- let me tell you something <laughs> wait, 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 wait! What voice was that? Was that your Jay Leno, well, Tim? Well, if if he was like a mob boss, oh, if he was a mob, oh, right? Okay. I got a couple of jokes for you. You see, I got a couple of jokes for you. you see, yeah. yeah. Um, are you guys seeing they're bringing back war games? Yes, the the two. What's that about? The two ring battle, um, as I call it, <laughs> the two ring showdown. Yeah, with and I'm so glad that they're using those teams which have just been at each other's throats 
for the longest time, which is uh, Adam. What is it called? The era of the undisputed era. Undisputed era, but also yeah. they use their initials as a name, and it's really confusing. Do CFO? they? No. Do they really? Well, I mean, it's on their jersey. Or oh, it's on, on their, their t-shirt yeah. and stuff. It's weird. It's weird branding. It's the undisputed era, and it's sanity. Mm-hmm. And though, and then again, the third team, which is they've just been warring for so long that they can only settle it by bringing back this type of match, which we haven't had for twenty years. Is the authors of pain and Roderick Strong? <laughs> when you think authors of pain, you think Roderick yes. Strong. You know, you do- like they go hand in hand. Yeah, he's definitely not in there to turn on them later on in the match. <laughs> no, that would be ridiculous. Why would that? That doesn't make any sense. No. What do you What do you think the authors of pain and Roderick Strong talk about when they're just like backstage or like in a car or something? Well, um, Roderick Strong just had a child. Um, not too long ago. <laughs> Yeah. And I figure I figure they write uh, books for him about about uh, raising a kid, like children's books or old no like books for for Roderick Strong to learn how to raise his son. Uh, oh, uh, okay, instructional like, books. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. I can see that. So it's mostly like child rearing tips and that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, yeah, Tim, you are a big. You're like our WCW correspondent. Are mm-hmm. you excited to see War Games back? Yes. I am so excited. <laughs> when Tell I me said what you're... that I looked up into the sky and grinned. <laughs> <laughs> like your, your wishes had finally come true. Yeah, like I've wanted this for so long. I wanted a new war game. What are your hopes? Are, you, are your hopes, like, for your for this specific match, is there anything that you want to happen for it to be, like, for it to really feel like a good war games match? Because I really haven't... Yeah. I've seen the war games matches and I've enjoyed them, but I don't have the connection with them that I think that So that it needed. really depends on if you want a good war games match or if you want the war games match to follow the three pillars of a war games match. I want to hear the three pillars. Yeah, what are those? One, blood. Yes, okay, awesome, yes. Two. Two, ridiculous use of the cage. Just like, just lifting people into it, slamming them into it. Yes. Three, flat finish. It has to finish flat. It has to be a a really let down of an ending. Is that is that really a staple? Like, did every War Games match just like get most of them? Most of them, like ninety. <laughs> I think my favorite's ninety two with a uh, Sting yeah. Sting Squadron versus uh, uh-huh. Dangerous Alliance. Who is in um, Sting? Who is in the Sting Squadron? Uh the Sting Squadron was Sting mm-hmm. and his squadron. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all. That's all we need to hear. That just that tells us everything. Uh, why, why why was that your favorite? Um, it had a lot of good wrestlers in it. Uh, everybody worked really well together. Um, nice. You had, like, Ricky Steamboat was on Steam Squadron. You know, you can't go wrong with Ricky Steamboat. Sure, yeah. The master of the arm drive, as I call him. You had, like, you know, the really good wrestlers that we talk about to this day, like Dustin Rhodes. Yeah, sure. Yeah, everyone loves Dustin Um, Rhodes. Larry Zabisco. (laughs) The living legend himself. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, like, Dustin Rhodes is a weird thing in WCW back then, because, like, Mm. I any pops he got, like he was decent, he was solid, but any pops he got, mm. it always felt like, oh, it's Dusty's son, you know, who's yeah. super well respected. Yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. But there's a part in in that match when I believe Zabisco gets in, and him and Dustin Rhodes of all people start just brawling, and the crowd is going nuts in a way <laughs> you wouldn't expect for them to. But it was so hype. Yeah, like, yeah everything yeah. about that match was just hype. It was so good. I'm excited. So one of the things that I'm most excited for the War Games match is they're going to have to have two rings out there for the whole show, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that like the other matches are they're going to have like the action just spill out into the second ring in a way which I'm excited for. 
I hope so. See, st- uh, WCW, they had war games, and they would have two rings out there the whole night. And they also yeah. had World War Three um, uh-huh. for a little while, which was a three-ring yeah. rumble. And that, that was, was a three-ring thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! And that was fun to watch, um, uh, like Rey Mysterio use yeah. to his advantage and stuff. Was that a thing where you had to like you had to move from ring to ring? Was there weird rules with that? I really can't remember. That's probably my least watched WCW stuff as World War Three. Sure. Because it wasn't ever good. No, it, it seemed always bad and like impossible to follow. But yeah. it like I don't. So one thing that I want like that I like in wrestling is like when there's rap matches match types with like too many rules. Uh, like, do you remember like the King of the Mountain match in TNA where there was like a penalty <laughs> box? Yeah, and there was like it was ju- there was just so much going on, and it was like such a dumb thing where you had, I think you had to like hang the belt. It was like a reverse ladder match where you had to like climb the belt and hang the belt on the hook mm-hmm. to win or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Was there a ladder, or was it like a little like pyramid structure in the ring, or is that crazy? I think it was a ladder. Uh, it was a ladder. There was okay. the box that you had to go in, like the penalty box, yep. and yeah, yep. there was a ladder. That was a special. Didn't thing. they just have a? Yeah, they had a King of the Mountain belt not too long ago, or GFW did, or something. They, yeah, I can't even keep up yeah. with all the the belt times. But yeah, no, I'm very excited. And also, uh, guys, by the way, I've just got great news about the the War Games match. Uh, Cody Rhodes, he has. He has given his uh, blessing to it, and he specifically said it is something that he's uh, says he's okay with. Oh. So that was that was a Thank big God. worry of mine. Yeah, I went to bed last night kneeling on the ground uh, with my hands in prayer. Yes, hoping that Cody would reach this decision. I'm so glad he did. I was going to feel really guilty watching it if, if Cody didn't give his yeah. approval. I was gonna wa- I was gonna watch it with like uh, like one hand over one eye. Just to kind of, just to kind of like you know, show some respect and like you know, show some guilt you know involved with with watching this this match but that Cody's Cody, dead. Cody does understand that WWE owns the rights to that, right? Like, oh, it's, it's kind of you know, it's, yeah. it's how it's how the world works. He explicitly said, yeah, he gets it. Like, he's a smart guy, okay. so he gets it. So he's he's cool with it. So yeah, don't worry about it, guys. We're um we're smooth sailing. We can all enjoy that war, war games match. It's, uh, it's nice to be able to breathe a sigh of relief there. Finally, yeah. Cody yeah. just gave us the green light. Like, and uh, I'm ready. Speaking of Pitbull, all right, I don't want to get too far into this, but have you guys seen, all right, there was a thing which had like uh, purported to have like indie wrestlers like salaries, like or booking fees. Oh, did this come from a, um, a very reputable source? Yeah, the reputable source was Reddit. <laughs> 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 I don't usually want to get into like Reddit things too much, but this seems like okay. All right. So first of all, the saddest thing about this is if you scroll all the way to the bottom of the list, it starts at the 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 the, the topmost one is Rey Mysterio, who apparently charges twenty thousand dollars per booking fee. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Well, but sure, if you, if you want to say so. If you scroll all the way to the bottom, uh, the, the one of the lowest ones is Chuck Taylor with two hundred and fifty dollars, which. Makes me feel sad that he's at the bottom, but I also feel like that's the only, like, realistic one. I feel like every other single one is at least kind of, like, doubled or even, like, tripled or more, like, for these these booking fees. The one that really stuck out at me is when I first glanced at this list, mm. I saw Ryback. Yes. Now, uh, you're the official Ryback correspondent. Yes, yes, I am. All right. So, Ryback asks for $4,500. <laughs> yes. When I first glanced at this, my, my first thought was, gosh, that's a steal. <laughs> 
<laughs> you specifically said to me, oh, this means if I was dying, and if my, my dying wish was I wanted to have Ryback come to my birthday party, I could probably scrape together the funds to have that happen. I could start a GoFundMe. Yeah. And in no time at all, I would have enough money. It is within my means. Yes. Within my grasp to have, Rabbi, have Ryback come to my party. <laughs> yes. But then I scrolled down, mm-hmm. and I saw what everyone else is asking. For yeah. instance, Brodus Clay asks for $800. Seems like a good deal. Right. Who would you rather have at your show? <laughs> Ryback or Brodus Clay? I'm taking Brodus Clay. You're taking Brodus Clay? I'm taking really? the, the Funkasaurus, and I'll tell you why. Why? Because he appears on my favorite news channel, Fox. Oh, that's right. He's a pundit. Yeah. Right. He's a pundit. And I'd much rather have a pundit at my wrestling show than... Someone to tell it how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. someone to really weigh on on the issues. Have you seen the list, uh, Tim? Yeah, every night when I lay down watching Red Eye on Fox, I'm like, man, I hope this is an episode with uh, Brodus Clay. And sure enough, he's <laughs> yes. usually on there. And he's, he's telling me there. to quit crying. And, you know, I'm always in my bed crying. Yeah. And he's like, hey, quit crying. You're a man. And I quit. <laughs> I'm like, this guy's right. So, Do you think he's getting, do you think Fox is playing, paying him $800? Oh, uh, they're pay, They're probably like, hey, we'll throw you extra two, 200 in there. <laughs> If you'll come just for your show. time. Yeah, like a cool, a cool one thousand, mm-hmm. like a crisp one thousand dollar bill. What are some more uh, names on this list that jump out at you? Okay, I've got to say, apparently, New Jack, Trevor Lee, and Andrew Everett are all charging the same amount of seven hundred dollars. Do you think they put their heads together on that? <laughs> They're all like, yeah. We, <laughs> Trevor Lee and Andrew Everett were like, okay, who are we pretty much the same as? You know, who 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 should, who should we charge the same as? Probably New Jack. And that seems ridiculous to me, because otherwise, why is New Jack not getting booked on every single show possible? Well... Because $700 <laughs> seems like a steal. Well, there's other issues. There's, you know, as as, uh, as as I think... I can't remember who said it on a previous episode, but possible hepatitis uh, is, is a rumor, another rumor that's going around uh, that I've heard. I don't know who started it, uh, which is a problem. Um, so here's my thing. I'm looking at this list, mm-hmm. and I'm realizing I have no clue how much wrestlers make, ever. Yes. No. Um, yeah. But Joey Ryan making $300 that I feel like he would be higher he maybe he just sells so many of those dick t-shirts that he's like pay me what you want you know um so I'm looking at this list here and I notice that um there's just the word cage here um Mm. and I notice a lot of people saying that's Brian Cage but that's not true yes um, this no, $500 cage here is actually the one cage on the independent scene that they use for cage matches. Oh, it's, yes. <laughs> it's the cage itself. Yeah. I was hoping that it might be Nicolas Cage, because I know that he's had his problems. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's just that's just the cage, that yeah. get, the one cage that gets used on all the matches. So that's the same cage that gets used for like, the CCW like Tournament of Death right. stuff and all that kind of other... No, do we, do we think this includes shipping of the cage? Mm. Oh, definitely not. No, so trans is separate. Okay, all right. Davey Richards is a thousand dollars, but you're actually taking a risk because you might not have to pay it if you don't show up. That he's actually worth the risk because you know probably won't have to pay it. So just just book him and just put him on your poster, and then you'd have to pay him. Yeah, it's a great deal. Hmm. So both Cody Rhodes and Jack Swagger are two thousand five hundred dollars. Yes. If you had to pick one of those to appear at your special event, Cody you have you have two thousand five hundred specifically earmarked. Yes. For one wrestler, I would I'd book Cody because he might buy pizza as well. Hmm. Uh, and Jack Swagger, I don't think he would buy pizza. So purely pizza based. I would go Jack yeah. Swagger, but I'd ask him to wear wrestling gear, <laughs> not just basketball shorts. Yeah. What if he said that's gonna be an extra five hundred? I'd say hit the road, Jack. Cody Rhodes is two thousand five hundred. He'll bring. <laughs> he'll bring his cigar, Jack Swagger, baby. 
<laughs> and Jack Swagger would be specifically say, look, that's funny because my name is Jack, but also, uh, okay, fine. Thanks. Bye. But that's, it's good to get into the finances of wrestling because I feel like there aren't enough people. There isn't a podcast about the rest the economics of wrestling. So I'm glad that we can finally delve into it and, and really this get is into our, this. This is our first episode as a serious podcast. Yes. As it- a serious podcast and also as a serious podcast. Because we're now part of the Sirius family. And I'd just like to point out that $20,000, which is Rey Mysterio's money, uh, how much he charges, and Robin Nell's 12000 if you add those Mm -hmm. together, you get 32000 Now, if Mm -hmm. you put in 32000 in Google search and then look up the Mm -hmm. analytics of it, that'll tell you Mm -hmm. some things. Just a little wrestling. I will tell you you. something. Finally, I'm so glad that we're finally getting into the raw search data that really, really makes a difference and really matters. And a lot of fans are interested in. So, uh, fans, you're welcome. This is just the kind of raw breakdown data that we're, we're happy to provide to you. You're welcome. Well, the, the thing that jumps out to me the most of that is if you had, uh, if you combine those two and you have uh, $32,000 yeah. worth of wrestler, yeah. you could get 32 Chavo Guerreros. Mm, God, imagine that. <laughs> just bare naked. <laughs> just writhing in like a big mass of like flesh. Yeah, just coming Still straight out of the rat pit. king of Chavos. Yeah. Right? Oh, yum. You I'll take it. You have me like, too. You could like fill like a swimming pool full of Chavo Guerreros and then just have like be a ball pit and just have people like just jump into all the Chavo mm. Guerreros and just like mm. swim around. Now and... you're speaking my language. Oh, yum, yum. And uh, I'm imagining just the be- like like the beginning of a theme song playing for every single one all at like slightly <laughs> different times. Just, oh, Chavo. And then just like over oh. and over. <laughs> Chop, chop, chop. <laughs> <laughs> that would be worth it. I might, we've got to find $32,000 now. We should make this happen. All right. It's time for our uh, GoFundMe, right? Yeah. We'll be kicking that off. But speaking of GoFundMes, uh, what about our listeners? What about them? Have our listeners been trying to speak to us? Have our listeners been reaching out? Do we have, have we had any questions? In fact, we do. Oh, my God. We do. I'm uh, going to top you up with a little bit more of this delicious Brie Bella wine. Thank you. That's so nice. Could you put some ice cubes in there? I would love well? to do that. That's so nice of you. Uh, so, uh, Socks has gone off to the bathroom. He had a little too much Bella wine. He did. He he went a bit crazy. He took my straw, so he was drinking with two straws straight from the bottle. So we don't have that much Bella wine left, but he's right. gone. So I'm going to pick up his slack, Someone's and I'm going to read better. questions this week. What? Is that okay with everyone? Tim, I... Tim, Tim. Oh, what? What? You going to be okay with this, man? Oh, no, I'm fine. Go ahead. All right. All right. Okay, well, Tim's fine with it, so I guess I'm fine with it. I'm not going to be going to make it first. All right, let's do some questions then. Let's start first with our good friend Tyler. What's Mm -hmm. up, Tyler? Tyler asks, which NXT wrestler has the most trash in their car? Um, I'm going to say Liv Morgan, and I'll tell you why. Because uh, she dated Enzo Amore for a while, and he seems like a filthy man, and I don't think that she's ever fully recovered from all the trash that he left around in her car. So I think Liv, Liv Morgan. Mm, I think I think this is a, a shot at Liv. Why is that a think, shot at Liv? I think what you're saying is is that she can't clean up her life, and I think she's proven through no. her relationship with one Tyler Bate. Do we know that for sure? Tim, what do you think? Um, I think that the nastiest car in wrestling history would belong to none other than are you ready yeah ready. I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat uh, i need to know you're for sure ready i feel like you're playing I, me a i'm little ready bit. let me i'm not i'm not i'm ready i promise i'm ready he's not ready he currently has let a me, bottle of wine i am hand. i'm pouring a glass of wine right now <sighs> well hurry up and finish pouring the wine so i can lay this on you man all right i finished now 
It's done. No, it's done. That's just my shaky hand. The dirtiest car in wrestling. Yeah. Goes to Triple H and Shawn Michaels back when they shared a car. They filled uh, it up with slime for their pranks. Yeah. They filled yep. it up with paint <laughs> cans and just underwear and sausage. Now, Tim, that's accurate for the most, the, the all-time wrestler. Yeah. Tyler's question was specifically which oh. NXT wrestler. Oh, NXT? Yeah. Yeah, I tuned out. I'm sorry, guys. It's that's okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, went, your burrito almost got burnt today, I went right? and got uh, a burrito earlier and it took longer than it was supposed to because they burnt the tortilla. I don't know how that can happen. Like, how are they even doing these tortillas? I don't know. And the way he told me was the most suspicious thing I've ever seen. Like, he just came up. He was like, hey, it's going to be a little longer. We burnt your burrito. And I said... Also, I've got to say, he, he came to your house without no. any burrito to give you and just said, hey, it's going to be a little while no, longer. No, I was in a place. You were in a place? I think he means a restaurant, Tom. Were you in a restaurant, Tim? Yes. Oh my god. I thought Tim had ordered this rest- this burrito to be delivered to him. Nobody delivers here, man. I had to go pick it up. Okay, alright. So you were hanging out in this restaurant, and he comes out to you and says, Hey man, it's gonna be a while. Then yes. tortilla situation. I'm sorry. So, uh, my question is this to you. If Chris Jericho, a.k.a. Burrito Boy, had been present at this time, Mm. how do you think he would have reacted to uh, the vicious shot of having his burrito burned? Mm. What would Burrito Boy have done? WWB. (laughs) That's Chris Jericho. So that's Chris Jericho's hilarious character. Is it on his Instagram? Yes. Burrito Boy. Yeah, but he he retired it. He retired it and started doing Coffee Boy. And it's not as good. It's a slap in the face. (laughs) Um, <laughs> is it for the true burrito boy fans? Burrito boy was like if Adam Sandler still had it, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, burrito if he was still boy operating it. Is like Saturday Night Live at its peak, you know. Just, yeah, just yeah, a yeah. goofy character that would hold you tight, you know, when you were down. Coffee mm-hmm. boy is like a, somebody spitting in your face and telling you you never understood anything. Is Coffee Boy the same voice as Burrito Boy that Chris Jericho is doing, or is no. it a new voice? What are the differences? Okay, well, Burrito Boy is kind of like, I'm Burrito Boy. Like that, kind of <laughs> higher-pitched, kind of grungy. Yeah, sure. And, and Coffee Boy? Coffee Boy, I can't even remember because I, I quit listening. I, oh, I don't so even look you just at out. his Instagram anymore. So you, you a long-time Burrito Boy fan. You were just so turned off by Coffee Boy that you're just done with Chris Jericho's uh, hilarious comedy characters. Yeah, like nothing will ever live up to that. And until he brings it back, I'm boycotting it. All right. Well, he you're, wants to try new things. You're so. Burrito Boycotting it. Oh. Uh, Oh. Uh, you say that, but I saw you smile. I, you didn't. All right. Are we ready for another question? Yeah, that answers that one, I think. It's Burrito Boy who has the filthiest car. All right. <laughs> Tom asks... Not me. Another one. Who's got the worst look on the current WWE roster, and how would you change it? Um... There's a lot of bad ones. There's a lot of just kind of generic ones. I think, okay, so my problem is with Big Cass is his facial hair situation isn't great. <laughs> His hair, regular hair situation isn't great. Mm-mm. He seems to be trying to follow in the footsteps of other fantastic big men like uh, Big Sexy Kevin Nash. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't he hasn't committed to like you know the the self care that Kevin Nash did in terms of conditioning his hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in terms of looking after himself that that he did. So I would just I would just say I'd sit big cast down. I'd say all right, number one conditioner for your hair, just soak it, just soak it in conditioner like overnight. Uh, number two, like shape the facial hair a little bit more or just see how that looks. And if it's still not working out, just ditch it. And I would just really, I just make, basically try and have him emulate Kevin Nash as much as possible. So I, Big Cass is a guy who I, because he's a fellow tool guy, I see so much potential. And he's just kind of wasting it right now with his, his current looks. So I would really, I'd really want to dig in with that guy. And that's, I just make him just Big Sexy 2.0. 
Uh, yeah. yeah. Tim, what do you think? Um, I'm really into wrestling attire and gear. I love it. Yep. I love talking yep. about it. I think the most, like, maybe not the worst, but the most disappointing is uh, Becky Lynch. She has such a fantastic character. Yeah. And um, she's great. She's amazing. But she has yet to find a look. She wears something for like a week and then she'll change it. And then sometimes yeah. she'll just wear a shirt. It's very yeah. confusing. She looks like she lost her luggage every week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? She yeah. looks like she lost her luggage and she has to scrounge at whatever uh, Walgreens is closest to yeah. the stadium to yeah. find something that could pass as wrestling attire. Yes. She's gone into like the cool like teen section of like a supermarket mm-hmm. and she's just found whatever looks like, you know, like a, a hip top and is like, oh, that's fine. That's fine. This will be good. And then she pulls. It just looks. It just looks cheap. It looks bad. And she's hey, she's a great looking girl <laughs> with a lot of talent, and that's what's important more than more than her looks. Uh, and I think she should capitalize on both things and just be consistent. Just some consistency would be fantastic. I'm trying to think who else. You got anything, Lauren? All right. What about you? I, w- I was going to say Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch as yeah, well. I was going to say Becky. It's Becky. Hey, we're putting you on notice, Becky. Sort it out, or just get some better self confidence. Maybe. Do you think that's it? Some self confidence issues. I, I, you know, I. She's got. She's. She's got a fantastic body. I don't know how it could be. She looks great. Rockin' bod. Yeah, she's got a rockin' bod. Uh, maybe someone planted it in her ear somewhere along the way. Mm. You should hide your body. Yeah, Becky. And she wears like girdles and stuff, she, like corsets. Yeah, and yeah stuff. she wears. She wears like she wears like shorts and mm. corsets with t-shirts underneath and. Yeah. It's a uh, man. It's a fucking mess. And I love I love her to death, but she's it's it's a problem. Sort it out, Becky. Now, yeah, do or it. Or else, shall we roll on to another question? Yes, please. All right, our angel of the podcast, our sweet boy, RJ asks, "How would you transform the W O E brand into the sassy brands that we see today on Twitter, akin to fast food chains?" A lot of paper craft. Seems important. Like Arby, is it Arby's who does the yes, papercraft of um, video games? And yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to talk video games. You've got to be able to do origami. Yeah, uh, video. Yeah, video game talk is a huge one, isn't it? It's just like if you're just like a brand that acknowledges that Sonic exists, people go fucking wild. Well, maybe they just can't believe. Maybe it. we start like a, a fake beef with somebody. Um, and I don't think okay. we've talked beef about any other podcasts on this one, so I don't know. But maybe you start a fake beef, and then on on Twitter, you kind of like take a jab at them when they say something, and make everybody go, "Oh, okay. you know that Ooh, kind of." Deal. Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I tried to start a, a fake beef with the um, the Evolve podcast. Yes, you did, mm-hmm. and nobody got behind it. Did you? When did you try to do this? Or I, I, when I she first this, got sp- on, it seemed a little early to be trying to get us to do fake beefs. Yeah, the Voices of Wrestling Evolve podcast. I, oh. Yeah, I sprung this on everyone early on, and you guys just kind of shrugged me off. I think the problem is that I don't listen to any of the other podcasts. Yeah, I don't listen to Because I assume they're all trash. Yeah. And, and, um, and they probably are. I, I love yeah. the errands um, yeah. that, that do that podcast. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're fine. Well, yeah, I think, yeah, they're probably fine, but they're also probably fucking trash. So I'm not here to start beef. I'm just saying that the beef exists. Oh. Maxwell asks, if you had to play romantic matchmaker with WWE superstars, who would you set up for a date? Uh, I want to see Natalia fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> I that, that wine was a bad choice. <laughs> the wine wasn't bad. This, tell you what, this Bella wine and goes down smooth. I'll, I'll drink to that. Cheers. I want to see Natalia. Who do I want to see Natalia fuck? I want to see her fuck her cat. <laughs> <coughs> I want to see Natalia fuck a cat. So, 
we want to see Natalia fuck a cat. <laughs> Tim, how which about what romantic relationship do you want to see the WWE superstars establish? <laughs> uh, um, I'm thinking. Oh, I'm thinking um, like Stephanie and Seth Rollins. Oh god! Oh, I wow. can see that. that was, a th- was that a thing that people were excited Maybe. about for a while? Um, there was yeah. there was um, the the hot and heavy fan uh, fandom of um, Nikki Bella and, and Seth Rollins and Seth Rollins, which is a weird one. I believe That's they called weird. them like, Meth that. Bellins. That's what they called them. It sounded like a it sounded like an elf or something. Yeah, little Meth Bellins. Yeah, who he, he, he was he was my favorite character in uh, the the third Harry Potter. Oh, film. I've never heard of this, and it's exasperating. Yeah, Meth Bellin. That just um, doesn't. Make I believe any- Nikki is even acknowledged. Neth Bellens on her Twitter account before. She just likes being seen as a sex object, so she probably was thrilled okay. mm-hmm. at the idea of that. Yeah. yeah, so there's your answer, Maxwell. Let's uh let's 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 see Natalia fuck that cat. Hmm. Well, so I have another question. Alright. Ogan asks, who is actually bad? And he has capitalized the A in actually and the B in bad. Yeah. So that means he's looking for a hot take. Yep. He's looking for hot takes. Hot take central. Let's get controversial. Do we still have to be nice about Ric Flair? He has survived his his uh, medical issue. Okay. So we are cool to be. Yeah. We R- Rick, Rick Flair is definitely actually bad. Mm. I think. Oh, he's terrible. Yeah. Like a like wrestler was or person was. Oh, okay. So in actually bad, I mean as an actually bad person. That's what I. That's what I interpreted Oatgams. Yeah. So that's not a hot take. This is just more like I'm. I'm free that we can now get back to the hot topic of just figuring out the bad shit that he's done and holding him accountable. Possibly, possibly. This is hypothetical. Hypothetical bad stuff. Uh, I know this is not a wrestler so much, but uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of NXT superfan Izzy. She, eh, you know, for a child, I certainly, eh, you know. I gotta say, I think she's actually bad. Yeah, she she might, eh, maybe, maybe, maybe Izzy's actually bad. Hey, who knows? Yeah. This rumor's going around. Maybe Izzy's actually right. bad. Who knows? Okay, asked us to get controversial. We did get controversial. Yeah, Tim, do you have any controversial hot takes about people who are act- act- actually bad? Um, no, not really. You should have had some of this Bella's wine, man. Mm-hmm. This, yeah, uh, this listened to you. Did I tell you what's actually bad is this wine. Mm. All right, next question. Nice. Uh, Supremember90 mm-hmm. asks, which male wrestler on the WWE roster would you most like to see rebranded and mm. pushed as a true sex icon? Please elaborate your answers. I mean, I kind of already answered this one with uh, Big Cass being like Kevin Nash. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if they just made him, gave him great hair, just made him act a bit more cool and aloof. Mm-hmm. Maybe did something to make his eyes a little bit more sexy. He's got kind of like starey eyes right now. I think he have had if he had like more kind of bedroom eyes, mm-hmm. that would help. Maybe just put sunglasses on him. Actually, oh, that'd wow. make him sexy. Yeah, you know, you, he should get those glasses that have other eyes on them, mm. but yeah. they're sexy eyes. Yeah, just put actually Kevin's Nash's eyes. For Cass, you shave him bald, uh, head to toe, mm. like slippery smooth. No eyebrows, no chin, hair, just slippery smooth. Then he would just look like the guy from the Hills Have Eyes. Then oh, and yeah, that would we be a need, bad look. We, we need more of that. I think uh, Kane's not around anymore. <coughs> That's true. Yeah, we've lost Kane to uh, the world of politics. Good luck. Kane, in mm. your your ambition to be mayor of Knoxville, mayor of Turd Town, the mayor of Turd Town, <laughs> Kane. Uh, I don't. Who else? Who else do you guys think could be a you know be a true sex icon in the WWE right now? I'd like to see them pump up Alexa Bliss a little more. Okay, as a uh, this is a male wrestler that we're trying to. Oh, excuse, uh, well, focus all on. the same. I would like. So to you s- want to see Alexa Bliss as a male sex pushed icon. as a male a male sex icon? Yes. So how would we achieve that? Oh, boy. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to put her in a muscle suit. Okay. 
<laughs> okay, so we're, this is really kind of making Alexa Bliss tick every box that can be because right now she's ticking all the male, all, all the male fans. She ticks their boxes. All, all the heterosexual male. Yeah. Fans. All the he- sorry, all the heterosexual male fans. She's ticking their boxes, and all the of course all the beautiful uh, lesbian female fans. She's ticking all of their boxes. How do we get the How do we get the other fifty percent? Mm-hmm. How do we get those people? We put her in a muscle suit, man. We put her in a muscle suit. Now, is she going to have? Is the muscle suit going to be anatomically correct? She has a great big cock. So she's got a great big penis attached to the muscle suit, mm-hmm. and face the same. Face is the same. Hair the same. Yeah. Attitude the same. Mm-hmm. Just in a muscle suit with a great big penis. I'm sold. Tim, are you sold? Tim? Uh, yeah, I'm sold on that. <laughs> okay. You've really got to try this Bella's wine, Tim. Yeah, I can tell. What we got next, guys? What do we All got right. Yeah. Funky Ass DG asks, Friend of mine served Bully Ray. He under-tipped and spent $300 on steak and mimosas. How do you publicly <laughs> show you respect the biz? Wait, hold on. Re- how much did he under-tip? He under-tipped and... Spent $300 on I think, steak and mimosas. I think oh. I would say, yeah, maybe the sentence structure would be better if it was he spent $300 in steak and mimosas and he under-tipped. Mm-hmm. We don't know how much he under-tipped, but I would guess if he spent $300, you'd expect a tip of, if he's like, what, like $50, $60 at least. Mm-hmm. So he probably tipped maybe 30 He probably made a t- you think that's a, a stinker of a tip. A 10%? Yeah. Yeah. 10% tip on a $300 bill is pretty... That's shitty. That's real shoddy, right? That's, that's bad. So let, let's assume that's what... We don't know, but let's assume that's how much he tipped. So that's him respecting the biz by being a complete asshole mm-hmm. to uh, serving staff. Yeah. I show I respect the biz. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to give a little anecdote. Oh, wonderful. Right. You may, you may recall because this, this happened last night. Okay. Um, we uh, we went to the planetarium. Yeah. Uh, we saw a laser light show. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, we had five people in our party. Yeah. We were filing into the seats yeah. to, uh, to sit. And I was uh, counting how many available seats there yes. were in the row. And uh, I counted one, two, three, four, five, and then there were uh, there was a nice couple, a nice looking couple sitting at the end of the row. Mm-hmm. And I said a little too loudly, eh, "Do you guys want to sit here next to those people?" <laughs> yes, and I think that really established you as a true worker. Yes, as someone to be respected, mm-hmm. and as someone who ain't going to take no guff. Right. And I think the other people who you actively said you didn't want to sit next to, they really respected that. And in turn. They looked at each other and they said, this girl right here, yeah, she respects the biz. Uh, and for me, uh, earlier on, uh, we were in Chick-fil-A uh, and I loudly said, fuck, around children. Uh, so I think that established me as kind of kind of an alpha, kind of a true worker, uh, very much a Bully Ray character. Mm-hmm. And I regretted it immediately. But, um, but hey. those little kids looked at each other. <laughs> and I saw one whisper in the other's ear in a childlike tone. Uh-huh. That guy respects the biz. Yeah. So we, we nailed it. Tim, how about you? How do you respect this? Um, Today, I was at McDonald's uh, trying to get some of that Szechuan chicken sauce from the greatest show in the world, uh, Rick and Morty. You love Rick and Morty, I yeah. I love it. Uh, it's probably because of my high IQ level. That's true. That's true. You're very intelligent. <laughs> You're so yeah. smart. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was in there and I was in full cosplay. I was even fake puking everywhere. As you do. That's yeah. funny, yeah. And one kid came up to me. He said, hey... You look like an idiot. Just like a little kid. 
And I said, look, kid, um, sometimes you got to teach somebody a little something man to man. And I kicked him right in his fucking balls. That'll do it. Um, <laughs> you took him down a peg or two. Yeah. 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 And he fell to his knees, started crying. His mom threatened to, threatened to call the cops. <laughs> she made, <laughs> yeah, she like made a threat. But what a bitch. But yeah. look. She probably is not, she's not a fan. Yeah, yeah. That's not how it goes in the biz. In the biz, yeah. we, we talk to each other. We handle it with each other. We don't go to outside sources. We don't do that. And you know yeah. what? I didn't get my chicken, my chicken dipping sauce. I didn't. Yeah, they never even had it here. Um, no, no. Yeah. And I am boycotting McDonald's um, as of today. And you don't even have a McDonald's in your town. Well, yeah. there was a guy. There's a man uh, named McDonald. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I went to his house. Yeah. If you harass him enough, he will. Feed yeah. You. And you kick his son in the balls in his backyard. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. You make a statement. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Do we have one more question? We have one more question. And that question comes from Epitasis. And he asks, what is the URL for your RSS feed? I'm going to try and see if I can see what it is right now. I believe uh, you said that name wrong, Orin. It's Epitasis. Epi, epistasis? 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 Okay. Epi. That's enough. That's enough. Okay. The podcast, the RSS for our podcast feed is, you know, Socks, do you know what it is? Yes. Okay. So there we go. There we have it. We know what it is and we'll let you know later. Uh, job done. Hey guys, Tim, mm-hmm. you did a great job hosting. Yeah. I, I said a lot of things on this podcast. I'm glad it worked out. And I believe that will wrap up this week's episode. Am I right, guys? I think it might be right. I think you're right. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. I think we had a good time. I think we made some statements. Yeah. We've... Oh, I don't really want to stand up. We've got, like, about a third of the bottle of Bella Twins wine left. All right, well, y'all, y'all finish it off tonight and let us know how it goes next time. <sighs> I don't know if I will. I feel quite tired. Too bad there's only one bathroom in this house and Socks is still in there. Socks is still in there. Socks is... He's going to be in there. I think he Now, you said he was drinking asleep. with two straws, right? Because I heard him say two straws don't make a right as he ran off to the bathroom. <laughs> and he still hasn't come out. <laughs> That's right. That's 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 that was his signature catchphrase. That's 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 that's, that's. Oh, it was what a fun, show. guys. This was a fun episode. Um, it seemed like y'all had a lot of fun. We had a lot of fun, yeah. And um, I had a great time as well, as I always do. Great. Ladies and gentlemen, that is this week's episode. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at timwelcome.com. Beautiful. <laughs> it's a link. Uh, you can find <laughs> Tom at... Uh, you can find me at Tom Blog on Twitter. Hey, just check me out. See what, see what kind of content I'm putting out. See if you like it. And you can find Oren at... Oren and at AOL.com. R.I.P. And you can believe that. Uh, Socks, can we find you on the internet anywhere? Yes. Fantastic. That's our show. Hey, Tim, play us out. All right. Um, hit the play button right now. I love my friends. We love her. We love her. We love her. Making a podcast, breaking the law. Breaking the law, breaking the law. law. I love my friends. She loves you. She loves you. She loves you. She loves you. Hey, hey, she fucking loves you. Oh. Cheesecake Factory.
Everybody's very happy. Because the sun is shining all the time. I love my, my friends. friends. You ready, uh, Tim? Yep, ready sure am. Feeling hot, feeling good, feeling ready. Hot uh-huh. and ready like a deep dish pizza. Uh, uh. 